What's up, everybody? It's Legion of Raw, a different setup here. I'm not Dr. Chris Featherstone. It may say that on the screen. Dr. Chris will be joining us. He is live on assignment from the front row at a WWE live event this week. That's right. We have to say when we go to shows, wrestling shows, we're live on assignment. I'm Kev Kelly. You see me doing the wrestling news for Sports Key every day, doing some interviews as well. And oh, yeah, and that's Vince Russo, former head writer of WWE. And, oh, we gotta do, and we gotta do the- former, yeah, former WCW world champion. Don't forget that, bro. <laughs> I'm Say sorry. That, I, I forgot Say to. It. Say it. Say, Say it. Former, former WCW world champion. There we go. Get, get the biceps. Bicep curls, get the girls. Double buy. Get a little try in there. I'm getting a little tricep in there for you. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> don't ah. don't blow a gasket. Don't blow a gasket. Try to do that pump. Yes. Uh, now WWE did a best of tonight. They did uh, the highlights of the year, and there were there were there were some highlights, and there were some wild stories. We'll cover kind of the biggest WWE things that happened this year. Uh, overall, before we get into these topics, and I'll pitch them to you, Vince. You've been in that boardroom. You've been in the war room on both sides of Monday Night Wars. What to you do you think of WWE in this year? Because it's been such a wild year for them. There's been ups, Bro, there's, there's been downs. There's been with it. one big story, period, end of story. The rest of the year was absolute trash. And, bro, how can I back that up? Bro, they just had a year-end review on Raw with nothing from Raw. What does that tell you, bro? Nothing significantly happened on Raw for the entire year that all they could show you for three hours were WrestleManias and pay-per-views. You're going to tell me, bro, back in the Attitude Era, we couldn't have filled one three-hour show with what happened on Raw for the entire year? There was nothing from Raw. That tells you nothing happened for the entire year. The biggest story of the year, and nothing was even close to it. Nothing that they did in the ring. No Logan Paul. No Bad Bunny. The Vince McMahon story, to me, was the only intriguing story and the only story I cared about in the WWE in the year 2022. That was it. Nothing else interested me for the entire year. We'll talk about those other things that interest you less, but obviously let's let's do it the Saturday Night's Main Event style. We'll open with Hogan, right? Um that is the biggest story of the year. I mean, inarguably, it's the biggest wrestling story of the year. It's probably the biggest wrestling story in years to see that Vince McMahon isn't running WWE, even if he uh, relinquished from the company in you know a natural way or, or under more pleasant circumstances. It was pretty scandalous. It was under some very unfortunate circumstances. Um, what what do you think of that idea? I mean, is it just hard to even fathom that, that he would not be with the company at this point in his life? Well, bro, you're seeing now with some recent comments that he, he can't even fathom it. And, and it, it, it's finally starting to settle in that, you know, he stepped away and now everything I'm reading is he thinks he made a mistake. And he thinks he mm-hmm. should have never stepped away. And he thinks that he took some, you know, bad advice. So, if that though, if that is the way he is talking, I would not be the least bit surprised to at least see him attempt to make a comeback in 2023. Doctor Chris Featherstone live on assignment. Get the, get the biceps in. Get the biceps. See Vince and I, we uh, <laughs> we got the matching Ohio State. Football jerseys getting ready for this coming weekend. 
I'm so pumped. I'm so excited. Yep, I got my Buckeyes in the back there. Uh, Vince Russo was a uh, converted Ohio State football fan this year. That 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 makes my day. I'm so excited about that. As uh, people know, I am a college football guy, and I'm so excited about this weekend. Much more excited about that than uh, anything. Chris, Kevin's trying to get me to talk about this, Ross. I am. Can you, uh, I'm, try, I'm trying Chris, to get him to talk about wrestling. You, I'm, I'm the worst. Can you explain to Kevin what, what we do on this show, Chris? <laughs> Does he know about toots and the scorpions? Toots! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, thank you for all your support, uh, SK Nation. Kevin's a uh, he, he's he's a he's a top of the line guy, man. He knows his no stuff. doubt. He he's great, great and he's got a great uh, broadcasting voice and a great broadcasting presence. Yes. How dare you? How dare you say that, Vincent? I think but, I have but, a very normal and approachable Chris, voice. <laughs> I was telling Kevin, Chris, you couldn't watch it because you were at the arena. Chris, this goes to show you how bad Raw is. Okay. Yeah. They did an end-of-the-year three-hour show. Chris, I am not exaggerating. Bro, there was not one clip from Raw. Wow. Not yeah. one. Every highlight. Is that true? Paper, wow. Every highlight was a pay-per-view. There was stuff that happened at SmackDown. Wow. There was not one single Raw clip. on. What is it's that? Look my head. It, Vince, even when you said it flew over my head, because I was like, "Oh, it's just the best of the year." Right? I didn't even really, con- I didn't even like figure that out. Um, yeah, there was some. I mean, you had to see Cody Rhodes do an interview. That was interesting. It wasn't anything groundbreaking. He didn't call anyone out. He didn't make a match. But it's nice to see him on TV. Um, and it was. I mean, if you didn't watch WWE in the past few months, this is a nice refresher. Um, but that's about it. I mean, like the biggest story of the year. They're not going to talk about Vince McMahon leaving the company. Obviously, that's what fans are talking well, about. You know what, yeah. though? You know what, Kevin. They should, bro. They should. That, that That's how they – how do you not talk about it, bro? That's how they would gain respect by dealing with the issue and the matter at hand. These are the things, bro, they need to be talking about. Bro, what, what's going to draw a bigger number for them? Talking about the biggest story of the year, Vince McMahon, or having a Judgment Day package, for crying out loud. Because, Chris, that's all they wound up doing like in the last hour. An Austin Theory package, a Judgment Day package, bro, a Liv Morgan package. That that was the whole last hour of the show. And I'm like, come on, guy. We we really care about Judgment Day, bro. That third hour is going to be atrocious, man. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, am I Can't right? Say no to the money, that not, did that not happen? How, how much? How much more money you get on a TV contract when you have that third hour of ad revenue? You know, <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. a business. <laughs> like that's the hard part is you get to say no to all that money. Like that. Yeah. That's the part I'm like. When I, I get it because three hours of TV every week, it does two hours TV show. It's fine. I've I've even heard Vince. You've heard this before. Like some people say, oh, they wish a wrestling show is ninety minutes. I mean, and you had to produce these shows like what's the challenge of, of doing a three-hour show you had some three-hour nights well, i gotta be honest with you I, and i'm not i'm not exaggerating um i i wrote nine three-hour nitros mm-hmm. okay bro with the roster we had we had no problem mm-hmm. we, we had and, and and there weren't 20 minute meaningless matches with the roster we had bro we had no problem at all writing a compelling three-hour show. And with the roster they have, it shouldn't be a problem for them either. Yeah. 
Can I can I ask a challenging question, Vince? Yeah, a challenging he, question. He, Chrissy's envious because you don't have the. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get the memo. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Kevin. Go ahead, bro. Challenge me, listen, we, we do podcast audio the show, and we have a great audience. I wonder what they're going to think of what's going on. Listen, if they listen to this show every week, they, they are ready for the cues. <laughs> they know what's up. They know what's up. Whatever you like. I love challenging questions. Go ahead. No, but my thing is, so it's the best of the year. For you, what are the highlights of the year that you enjoyed? Who are the players? Who are the storylines? What are the matches? What are the Nothing. Moments? What's zero? Nothing. Okay. Nothing. No, so I'm, I'm, bro. I am being dead honest with you. Sure. The the only thing in this universe that I am a fan of is Bray Wyatt, and it's got nothing to do with Raw. I mean, it's got nothing to do with the WWE. It's got nothing to do with the way they present him. It's got nothing to do with the way they write for him. I am a fan of the guy and the man. Bro, outside of that, I am not. I'm not. I, I the the bloodline has been done to death. They have dragged out that story, much like the NWO, you know, got dragged out until it it it, it became non meaningful. They've reached that territory with with the bloodline. I'm not. I'm not gonna lower the bar and say Sami Zayn is the greatest thing since Macho Man Randy Savage because that's a joke. So if you want me to answer you honestly, the only thing I enjoy about this entire company is Bray Wyatt. What do you think of this? I don't know if you know this. Madison Square Garden live event tonight wasn't on television. You were at one, and I know you know about this, Doctor Chris, but I don't know if you know about this, Vince. Bray Wyatt had his first match in years for WWE tonight. He wrestled on the Madison Square Garden card, a live event. It was a surprise, an open challenge with Jinder Hall, who's been out of action. He's been on the live events. He hasn't been wrestling on television a long time. Um, but, I mean, this is pretty cool uh, for fans and uh, a different thing that you see WWE doing with house shows where they're kind of throwing these surprise things. And they also had a five-way ladder match on it. I know live events, why would you give something like that away? What do you think of, like, a big match like that not being done on television? I think that's okay, bro. If he hasn't, if he hasn't wrestled in that long, bro, he needs to get some of the rust off. And he hasn't wrestled in a long, long time. So I, I don't, I don't have an issue with that at all. I could understand why they did that. It's got to be pretty cool if you went to the show and you didn't know you were getting Bray Wyatt too. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, no, absolutely, yes, yep. All right, I'll let you guys get to it. I don't have my, I don't have my Ohio State jersey. I wasn't, I wasn't ready. I didn't get the memo. Uh, always, always appreciate what you guys do. Definitely, if you're checking us out on the podcast side of things, give us the five star review and pass on along the links and check out the the news videos and do it on the weekdays for for Sports Kita and uh, Wrestle Bench. Go ahead and give that a subscribe. Have a good one, guys. I'll see you guys. Thanks, Thanks, Kevin. Kevin. Man. You, man. All right, all right, all right, Vince. Vince. So wait a minute, Chris. Where, where, where did what did you go to? What they had two live events. They tonight? had two. They had a Raw and a SmackDown. Yeah. Ah, so you went to the Raw one. I did. Oh boy! Yeah, I, yeah. So tell me about it, man. It was actually, uh, it was actually cool, man. I actually enjoyed it. It was, um, it, it was I, the house show was just a different vibe, man. It's just, it, it wasn't a stretch. It didn't feel long. Um, how long was I, it? You know what? How I'm long was say, it, Chris? Uh, probably about. Mm, it started around seven thirty Eastern, and a little after ten is when it was 
when it was done, probably about 10, 10, 10 or so, 10, 15. Yeah. It was about a 20 or so minute intermission. So roughly two hours, a little over two hours. Got so it. yeah, it was, it wasn't a lot of stretch to it. It was just match after match and it just wasn't a lot of fluff. And so I, I did appreciate that. Cause I, I've been to, I mean, I've been a live raw shows for the past 20 years and it just, I don't enjoy them. I just I don't enjoy live shows. It's just fluff and it's stress, especially raw. Oh my gosh, it's it's yeah. just it's torture. Yeah. It's just like pulling teeth, man. It's just stretch and long, and I just get tired <laughs> because I'm so bored. Uh, I mean, I have friends that come and we just have a good time. You know, we just have a good time with each other, just being around each other, like you know, like going to a concert or something like that. But yeah. other than that, man, I just don't have a I just don't have a good time. But this was a different different feel to it and um it actually wasn't that bad man uh, the, the, yeah. it, the toward the end it was a bit of it dragged a drag a little bit toward the end but overall it wasn't it wasn't bad man well you know bro there were two very interesting things because i i watched it chris i even wrote notes there were two very those. interesting things to me professional okay? jerseys yeah like i said number one bro there was zero raw highlights on, on a raw highlight show that's mm-hmm. number one Number two, Chris, not one of the highlights was a story. Like, uh, you know, I'm like I said, I'm watching the Attitude Era now, bro. The highlight show would be the Austin McMahon story, the Undertaker Kane story, the yeah. DX story. You, you would have all these stories. Bro, this was match, pay-per-view match after match after match after match. That's what it was. And I'm like, bro, this is really very, very telling if you you are a supporter of this product. Yeah, wow. So so, so if I I understand you correctly, you said that – on the three hours, so it was three hours long. Bro, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the rundown, Chris. This okay, was let's do show. it. Let's this do was it. a show, bro. Right. Uh, the, the Street Profits opened up with some TV magic gimmick that was ridiculous, okay? So that was then, pre-taped. That had to be pre-taped, pre-taped because they yeah. were in Columbus. Yeah, then we had Jackie Redman and Corey Grace. I never saw Jackie Redman before. I didn't know who she was. You ever hear? You know who she is? Mm-mm. Okay. He, bro, this is the lineup. Lesnar versus Reigns with the backhoe. Okay. The return of John Cena. Okay. Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. New Day versus the Usos. Okay. Becky Lynch against Bianca Belair. That was SummerSlam. Sheamus okay. against Gunther. Uh, okay. McIntyre against Reigns at the castle. Yeah. Cross against McIntyre. Okay. Then they had a short thing of returns, and it was like Bailey's return and whoever three other people returned. Mm-hmm. Cody, Liv Morgan, and Ronda Rousey, mm-hmm. a Judgment Day package, a Fear Austin Theory package, a Lashley package, and it ended up with Logan Paul and Roman Reigns. Wow. That was the, that was the show, bro. Wow. That's terrible, man. That was a show. <laughs> that, that was it. It was it was all highlights of the big pay per view matches for the year. This was this is why I don't see that 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 really shows how they think about Raw for one, and for right. two, like you have the production team. Okay, I get it, and I actually don't mind 
you know, the production team, you know, being off for today makes sense. You know what I mean? Uh, they wanted a lighter production, which is the reason why they did the two house shows. I don't have any issue. I don't have an issue with that. Yeah. Yeah. My, my thing is you had last week, you could have given us a ton of tape, you know, to, to do things, to build up, you know, for the rest of the, you know, for next year, you know, for the, the, for the, for the first row of the year, that's kind of a reset that's leading into the Royal Rumble. So why don't you have the production team tape a bunch of stuff last week to build up for this week? It doesn't have to be a live raw. It could even, even if you want to do this recap, they can still do things, you know, last week and the week before to have enough tape to just give us enough substance, you know, to, to build for next week. I don't understand why they wouldn't do that. Like they would do that in the attitude era because it wasn't live every week too. It was live every other week. And a lot of times, right. why don't you just give us enough tape for that? Yeah, bro. Th- there's no way we would have had a throwaway show <laughs> yeah. if it wasn't going to promote and head towards the next show. Right. No way, no way in the way. And that, that's exactly what this did. bro. Wow. Yeah. And, and you know, so you could, like what Kevin said it was man it's like look if you if you got that three hour money you know if you give if you got that third hour money they're at the point right now they're like look we've got this contract you know locked and sealed and so it doesn't matter what we do we can give you trash and we're yeah. still going to get the same amount of money for it and that's essentially what it seems like they did today so yeah yeah that's that's really unfortunate SK Nation, uh, what are some of your favorite uh, moments of 2022? When he asked you that question, um, I was thinking about it too. Um, I would say for me, the only thing that that, that stood out was um, was the bloodline for the most part. It, you know, it is reaching its um, it, it is reaching that turnover point where the staleness is starting to kind of smell a bit um and and i think from what i understand building up to mania it it does look like they're going to build it up and it's going to be the end of the bloodline come wrestlemania at least Sami Zayn's involvement in it so ideas so from what i see uh uh, Sami Zayn and kevin owens are probably going to beat the usos for the titles at uh, wrestlemania so i don't know if that takes away the bloodline I don't even the the crazy thing about this that uh, is that I see Solo Sokoa still kind of building himself, and I think that the bloodline protects him. I don't see Solo by himself uh, yet uh, on the main roster, so I I still think we'll still we'll still see some variation of the bloodline just to be a group, just to protect Solo. So what, what do you think about that? Well, bro, is there any talk about Reigns taking a break? He, bro, the guy, the dude needs a break. I, 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 I can't see him after WrestleMania not disappearing for a few months. Is, is there any talk about that? Well, he, he kind of did that in the summertime, uh, around summer, fall time this year. So but how, well, how long was he gone for? Bro? Uh, I mean, he, he just, he's still like that. He just pops in, you know, he'll pops in, he'll pop in once or twice a month nowadays, you know? So he has kind of like a Hogan schedule Yeah, uh, yeah. from, from what he did, which I think he should have. I mean, yeah, that, that makes yeah. sense. And I, and I like that too. I like the fact that, you know, he has that Hogan schedule because it, it brings up the prestige of the championship i just didn't like i told you this before i couldn't stand when aj was champ this had to be what about 16 or 17 around there 
when AJ was champ and he was just on SmackDown all the time. And like, he felt just like everybody else. He was having, he was having like top of the second hour matches a lot. You know, I was like, what is this? He feels like a mid card guy, you know what yeah. I mean? And so I wasn't a fan of that. I do like the fact that, you know, Roman Reigns is making that presence. I think that he probably, you know, I was, ha- I was having a conversation with a friend today. I mean, uh, this past weekend. And I was like, you know what? There's a part of me who that believes one of two things. Either one, Roman Reigns is going to go both nights. He's going to compete both nights and lose one of those nights. Or two, he's going to win at WrestleMania and and maybe drop the title at at SummerSlam. So I think it would be one of those two things. If you have a choice between one of those two things, would you have him compete both nights at Mania or would you have him lose at uh, SummerSlam? Well, I, 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 who, who's the opponent we're talking about here? So, I mean, it's still rumored. I mean, it's if if it's Rock, you know, does he do Rock one night and like Cody the next as far as like trying to give the rub to some current talent? And, you know, if he there's there's no rumor for SummerSlam, it, I would say someone like a Bobby Lashley or something like that, that would be ideal. Well, you know, bro, it's funny because if he does, say he does back-to-back, say he does back-to-back nights. Mm -hmm. Say the first night is The Rock. Mm -hmm. And say it's a knockdown, drag out, one of the greatest matches in the history history of the WWE. Yeah. Say Reigns goes over. Yeah, which he should, I think. Right, which he should. I agree with you 1,000%, okay? See then, bro, then you have a problem where if he faces Cody Rhodes the next night and then Cody beats him because they kind of gave Reigns the out that he went an hour with, you know, The Rock the night before, so that's his out. Well, bro, in giving Reigns an out, you're kind of tarnishing Cody's victory. Yeah. And I don't I don't know if you would want to get off with that foot on Cody. You know, yeah, I can see I, that. I, yeah, I, that makes sense. I think that would really, really, really hurt Cody, bro. I think it would protect Reigns, yeah. but I think it would really hurt him. I think he should go over Cody too, honestly, because I just don't see honestly, you know. I, I think it would be a step down, you know, for, for Cody. I think it should be a current talent for the second night because him beating Rock the first night wouldn't make sense to give him that rub, even more that rub to to lose, to give that heat over to a baby face for the second night. I'm all for that. I think that would be a really good uh, way to build up the second night. I just think that Cody would be a step down. And this is why I say it, because one, I'm just not, sold on the Cody train yet mainly for me it was like Cody came from being stardust yes he made some noise in AEW yes AEW was his baby but at the same time you can't like bring a top guy in AEW and automatically say okay well he's a top guy on Raw I don't see that for one yes he came back at WrestleMania that was some good presence but the only thing that we've seen of Cody this whole year was three matches against Seth Rollins and so if he was there still, I think that that could have really built him, you know, to that to that superstar level. 
There we go again, ladies and gentlemen. There's the hack, hack housing. Uh, <laughs> uh, they, they could have built him to superstar level, but at the same time, we haven't seen Cody in six months. You know, so you're, you're going to bring him back to win Rumble, and then you're going to hot shot him to beat Reigns at WrestleMania. I don't think he has enough equity in the WWE yet to get that spot to me. I agree with everything you just said, Chris, but the only thing I'm looking at is, bro, what do they got after Cody Rhodes? Like what? Like like Nobody. really? Like, that, well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I, I think I'm cool with Lashley. Honestly, I, I I think because you and I we talk about this all the time. We talk about believability. All right. So I'm thinking about like who's back there who's believable that could beat Roman Reigns, other than Brock Lesnar and the Braun Strowman. But you know they, they they're he's basically like a comedy, like a circus gimmick. What they're doing with him, I don't like really what they're doing with him that much. But, like, there's only less than a handful of people that it's believable to beat uh, uh, Roman Reigns. And I think a match with Bobby Lashley would be believable to, to me. And I think the fans would get behind Bobby Lashley, honestly. That would be my that would be my pick as far as someone who's believable, who's in the current talent. I wouldn't have someone like a Cena or an Austin or a Rock win because that's just going back to the well. Uh, and the thing is, you we've went to the well too much, you know, with the same people. That's why I don't mind the Rock going against Roman Reigns because we never went back to the well really for the Rock for the sake of you know uh, giving him the rub to someone. The only time we saw that was 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 against Cena, and that was years ago. We're not going back to the well for the Rock like we've done with you know Bra- uh, Brock and Goldberg. You know what I mean? So he still has that believability to him the rock does so Austin the same way but i i just don't someone who's believable i just don't see that with with less than other than uh bobby lashley who else really yeah, i mean they, people they, are saying bray but nah, bro they they've mm. you know we you you and i've talked about this forever they've really backed themselves in the corner with yeah. not being able to make new stars i mean yeah, that's man. that's really what it comes down to bro. yeah and we talk about rock stars a lot right yeah. and it's like yeah. that's that that's that thing like who are the rock we, and we've even talked about this who are the rock stars on raw who's the who's the baby faces that are infectious that has that hogan effect you know when when he comes out the, the aura is different the air is different it's just that excitement that luster who on the main roster on raw right now has that appeal i just i don't see anybody with that appeal there's a couple super chats we'll get to uh vince your thoughts on that before we get to these super chats yeah no bro it's funny because when you you know you bring up hogan bro during that era that you i swear to god bro there were probably 10 guys that could upset Hogan on any given night, and you'd believe it. Yeah. Seriously, bro. Yeah. Piper, yeah. Paul Orndorff, r- r- uh, yeah. Paul Orndorff, Andre, <laughs> yeah, Andre, yeah. Savage, mm-hmm. Mr. Perfect. Yep. You know, I mean, yep. bro, literally, Jake the Snake Roberts, bro. Mm-hmm. There yep. were ten guys that literally, if they caught Hogan on a bad night, yep. you would believe. These guys, bro, the the uh, you know the the programs he had with DiBiase. Yep. DiBiase yep. could beat Hogan on any given night. Ten guys. Yeah. Bro, there's yeah. not one today. 
No. Like not one that you believe like, oh, my God, I don't know, bro. If he catches them, there's not one guy today. And that's all on them, bro. Yeah, absolutely. And then you have someone like a Kevin Owens who's once again going against, you know, uh, Roman Reigns most likely at the Rumble. And it's like they've built – they've backed themselves in a corner so much that – Anybody who's they done such a good job with Reigns feeling bigger than the business that they haven't done a good right. job with anybody else. Right. So they're going against Roman Reigns, and it's like, oh, that's just somebody else. Like, it's like so you know lopsided. that these people are losing. You know yes, I mean? it's so lopsided, bro. Like you yeah. said, they put all the eggs in the Reigns basket, yeah. but you had to have something on the other side, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When can I, you, when I, bro, can you imagine if they would have built Hogan that way? No, there, there were no, there was no heel factory. There were no studs and Bundys and all these guys coming through. Can you imagine? It wouldn't have made him the Hogan that he is no, now. Absolutely you know? not. And that's absolutely the thing. Absolutely not. When man. I did media back in 2017 in Orlando, uh, I was a part of a, a Q and A session with uh, Sting, Flair, and uh, and G and Jim Ross, and I asked Sting a question. I was like, you know what are your thoughts as far as like the the current heel face dynamic and how it's so much you know not really a thing and everybody's just kind of chanting for everybody and this is awesome chance and all that mess and sting said he doesn't like it you know he he's not a fan of it because he was he, he mentioned flair and rude he said if there wasn't a flare in the road there'd be no sting you know right. what i mean because you had those heels that was he he said he was able to dance with and because he was able to dance with it made him the person that he is now there if, if there wasn't any like good just heels that people love to hate that could beat sting he wouldn't be the sting that he is now bro you know where i would start because listen bro they've got nothing They've got nothing. Here, here's where, where I would start, and it's been done, and it worked. Bro, remember when Heenan was constantly bringing the next guy yep. in, and this was, and then he finally had Andre. Yep. Bro, do that with Heyman. Yes. Have Heyman turn on Reigns, make Reigns a babyface. Then you take Heyman with all his knowledge yes. and how many he is gonna he is gonna go throughout the entire globe. Yeah. And he is not gonna sleep at night until he finds the guy. Then put him in that Heenan role. Yeah. And I like bring, it. bring in monster after monster after yeah. monster. That's what I would do, bro. They, they've got to start doing something bro and, and and along those lines that's when you can bring up like a braun breaker from an xt and that he'll absolutely, absolutely. You know I mean? bro that's when you could pluck somebody out of aew absolutely yeah yeah I, i'd be all for you know Heyman bringing up braun breaker and, yep. and having a braun breaker versus roman reigns feud and braun breaker being a Heyman guy it would be a surprise because breaker was been a baby face you know throughout his time at nxt he brings some in from NXT during he was he's the heart and soul of NXT and has been for over a year now. Yeah. The heart and soul of NXT, the baby face of NXT comes in and runs rough shot at, at Roman Reigns and just lays him out. Yeah. And and he and Heyman just it Heyman's the mastermind behind that. Oh, absolutely, man. Yeah. That that could make that again, that would give some Roman Reigns someone to dance to. It's not someone who's basically uh 
almost unsalvageable. Like they're trying to do with all these people. They're doing the, you know, the Drews and the Braves and all these people who've been damaged goods for so long. And I've said this before with Drew, I'm all, I'm a Drew's one of my favorite, you know, people on NWE, but they, they, they've tarnished, you know, his push, his momentum so much, man, that it's hard to bring him back on that top level because he'll have those top level matches and lose, have the top level matches and lose. Like Hogan didn't do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. He didn't have top level matches and loses. But when you bring someone like a Braun Breaker, he's not damaged goods. He'll come in from NXT to the main roster, and people will be like, hmm, you know what I mean? He'll get the Heyman rub, you know what I mean? Because that'll help him get some, you know, get, get a little bit more introduction, better introduction than just bringing him in you know, like these NXT guys and no one knows who he is. Yep. If he had that Heyman rub, people would be like, hmm, you know, I wonder who, the, I'll be more intrigued to see who he is who doesn't follow NXT. So, yeah, yeah, I'm all for it. Uh, awesome, awesome, awesome sauce, $5 super chat, bro. Hey, Chris and Vince, hope y'all had a healthy, uh, healthy holidays. What are your thoughts on Flair bearing all of his old friends on his podcast in his 70s? It's sad. I was on that. I was on that list. Somebody had a smear. Somebody had a smart me up that he buried me. Did he really? O- o- over something, bro, that I've gone over a million times. He's still carrying on about being buried in a desert, bro. Oh. And, I, and I don't know how many times I had to go over the creative of what I was trying to do. Mm. But I, bro, I, I don't, I don't know, bro. I'm, I'm just. I, I gotta be honest with you, Chris. I, I. And I'm not just talking about flair. I'm just getting so tired of these lifers in the business. Like, bro, like move the frig on. Like, like seriously, man. Like it, it's time to move on. I'm, I'm just, I'm getting so tired of them. I mean, I am making an effort to slowly but surely try to move away from this. I've already said I would never work for a major company again. Those days are over. The only one I work for is myself. But you just have, you know, just some people that it's like, guys, like, come on, man. It's, you know, it gets to the point of enough just being enough, man, you know? Yeah. I'm for, you know, and of course, you know, you make a living doing this. I'm for, you know, people who are legends in the business and has been doing a lot, you know, and, and have, you know, years and years in the business. I'm for them cashing in and having a podcast and just, you know, talking about, you know, their their time in the business. Cash in. You know, I'm a business guy. Cash in. And, you know, if you have the ability to do that. And Flair definitely has the ability to cash in. It's a different dynamic, though when you're just burying people you know like for the sake of burying people because you sound like bitter you know what i mean yeah but he 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 he, he's doing it bro to create controversy you know and and that's and that's flair man he's cutting flair Flair promos you know i mean that's he's trying he's trying one more match man you know flair's always one more match away man that's that's the one thing you know and that you know and that's you know further further to my point it's like you know you he's will be 73 years old, you know, in a, in a couple of months. And he still has that mentality of having one more match. You know what I mean? It's like, ah, I don't know. Chris, it, I'm, I'm telling you, bro. And I, 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 I'm, I'm dead serious. He wants to die in a wrestling ring. Yeah. I'm, he, I'm he, telling he you, bro. He so he, you know, he's looking at, okay, 73, 
Maybe I'll do it when I'm 75. Maybe yeah. that, I'm telling you, bro, that's, that's how he wants his legacy to end. Yeah. He, 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 I, I, I honestly and truly believe that, bro. Yeah, I mean, like he's, you know, I've I've seen uh, recent podcasts and stuff. I mean, I've heard about recent, you know, thing, things that you know, came up with him and Shane Douglas or something like that again. And Shane Douglas was talking about how like he can't separate, you know, Richard Flair from Ric Flair. You know, the the gimmick. And unfortunately, like once you once you get yourself so much into this and you're you are a lifer like that, it's really hard. And and that's when the psychology doctor comes into me. The, the whole personification factor it's like man you, you gotta you gotta bring it down because you're a human you know right. more than you're a gimmick and you have a life you know what i mean and and i think you can't just live your gimmick too much because the unfortunate part of that vince is that your your whole heart and soul and your existence is predicated based on your fan reaction Right. You know what I mean? And that and that is a very dangerous place to be right. that your identity and your worth is based on how a group of people think about you like that. So talk about uh, a very dangerous place to be in. And I think wrestling, period, man, I think I think a lot of wrestlers, they predicate their identity based on how a group of people and their look at social media and oh man, this person doesn't like me on Twitter and these group of people don't like me on Twitter and people can get in a state of depression because of, of that. And that's, that's how the wrestling business presents itself. Unfortunately, man. Yeah. And I can see, I can see Ric Flair being, being in that space, there's, you know what I mean? Because he lived the gimmick so much. There's a lot of them, bro. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. not just Flair. There oh, I are, imagine it's there not, are, yeah. I, I was reading a tweet from, you know, it was from Michael Hayes and it was Christmas. A Christmas tweet from Michael Hayes, and he was talking about a match on Christmas Day 40 years ago. And I'm like, oh, brother, like, come on, man. <laughs> like, yeah, man. <clears throat> yeah. Come on, man. And it's like, look, if 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 that if that brought back memories from from world class and things like that, I mean, that can draw some fondness and and, and create some 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 dopamine, uh, a, a healthy dopamine release if it creates fondness. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's it's like the problem is once you're living the gimmick so much, but it's good to be in retrospect and be like, yeah, this was cool, you know, when I was in, you know, the the sportatorium. But if you're still like, you know, limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling dealing, son of a gun at 73 years old, kiss the girls and make them cry, and <laughs> like just kind of live with the gimmick still, it's like, uh, okay, you know, it's just yeah. you, you got to let that go, man. So. Yeah. All the best for Rick, man. I really hope that, you know, I really hope that he can really open his eyes to some 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 good coaching, some some good guidance when it comes to separating the man from the gimmick. I, I do think that's important in his life right now. You know, at 73, he doesn't have much time left. I think it's just time to play. Okay, who am I? You know, what yeah. I mean, let, let, that's that's let, let me spend the my final years figuring out who I am and just being that person, regardless of you know this how how the people think about this gimmick. So, and 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 to that point, that's why I give the Undertaker credit. You know, what I mean, like the Undertaker was such a he, he lived his gimmick for so long. You work with them. He dressed in black. You know, he he was very dark. He lived the gimmick, and I appreciate that because that helped him 
be the Undertaker. But now he's like, look, I'm, I'm Mark Calloway. You know what I mean? Like I, that, no, that's, no, that's you know, I, I, I look at Nash the same way. Yes, yeah, yeah, Kevin, yeah, Kevin Nash. Kevin's got a life. He's got so many interests. He could talk to you about politics, movies. I mean, yeah. you name it. You know, and there are a lot of guys like that. And I got to tell you something, man. Those are the guys I enjoy listening to because yeah. it's not just wrestling yeah, bro. you know, yeah, you know yeah. what i mean yeah that's why i really enjoyed the undertaker's uh hall of fame speech i, yeah. I loved it it was it was yeah. fantastic it was like a it was like a transition from undertaker to mark calloway you yeah. know what i mean like that that was the that was kind of what i saw yeah, yeah. in the hall of fame speech it, it was like undertaker like fans you were you, you've seen the undertaker for so long now I want you to meet Mark because I'm retired. You know, what I mean, now right, this right. is who I am. He gave, you know, he talked about his faith. He talked about his family. I loved that man. That yeah. was that was that was fantastic. I mean, uh, same I like yeah, you look at guys like you know Glenn Jacobs. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know mayor. <laughs> yeah, I mean these guys these these guys are fascinating to me because yeah. like that was a big chapter in their life, right? But when the time came, they did something just as equally as important absolutely. outside of that arena. Yeah, yeah. Look absolutely. at Merrill. Look, you know, guys like Mark yeah, Merrill now. Speaking now, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's I, I, I love that stuff. Mm -hmm. Likewise, yeah. Joseph Gonzalez, four nine nine super chat, bro. <laughs> Do you think The Rock would make it to Mania? The fact that he hasn't committed yet makes me think he won't. If he won't make it, what's the plan? What do, you, what do you think, Vince? That's a great point. Do we know the date of Mania? Uh, first weekend of April. I mean, bro. Bro, I mean, my they're, they're cutting it close. I think jo Joseph is on to something. Because if it's me, bro, it can't be less than a three-month promotion. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, Chris. Second. Yeah. yeah, it's got to be three months. It's yeah. it's got. I mean, it's got to be a anything shorter than that. I think they're shortchanging themselves. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I agree. It's it's yeah. the the. I mean, to your point, man, that you've made before. You know, a few times. This this hot shot booking to mania. Uh, to me, that's just it's unheard of. I've been a fan. I've been a wrestling fan for thirty seven years now. And that's all that since 1985, that was the first WrestleMania. And in the 37 years and 38 WrestleManias, I do not remember instead of the last, the, the, the couple years they they've, they've kind of hot shot it, but this, this current era of booking the past two or three or so years, I'm like, man, why are you hot shotting stuff? like the, the 11th hour for mania bro i'm watching you know i do my attitude here on russo's brand bro we started promoting tyson in november yeah november yeah. bro for yeah. mania that's when tyson started that's when you've got something that big yep. you cannot do it in less than three months bro yeah i'm i'm, I'm a fan uh i'm a fan of that i mean because it it it's helps us sink our teeth in, you know, the story. And that's what, and that's what it's all about. That's what yep. draws the fans. Yep. Joseph, once again, for chat. thank you for your contribution tonight. Joseph Gonzalez. Uh, should Braun Breaker be built up for a whole year to dethrone Reigns? Guys like Goldberg can come back and put him over and give him some, uh, some credibility. I see 
again, I, I think you should just come in and bring him as a Heyman guy, just fresh off of NXT from the heart and soul of NXT as a baby face, heal him up, bring, and I would, I would take away that Braun Breaker name too. I mean, oh, I would I bring that. him in as Bronson Steiner, man. I Why not? That. I hate that name. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> what do you, what do you think about this? As far as uh, uh, I, I, Joseph, I see where you're going. I just don't have the confidence in them to book him for an entire year. Agreed. But what I would probably do, Chris, if it were me, man, bro, maybe I would give him six months mm-hmm. of beating a big name. And going up the ladder, you know, like yeah. going through a, a Braun Strowman, going through a Lashley, going through a Drew, like you give him six huge wins, and then all of a sudden he, he here's the test. You know what I mean? I, I, I hear you. I wouldn't do I wouldn't do Lashley and Drew just because I'm like, at least give them some saving grace just in case they need to go go to him another time. I would do someone like a Goldberg, honestly. Like I, I would have Braun destroy Goldberg. Like that, that will give him some type of, you know, uh, um, signature when it comes to the main roster. I wouldn't be a fan. I, I, I would be a fan very much if you had someone like uh, he comes in, Reigns. He takes Reigns out. You know, what I mean, like he takes Reigns out so much that Reigns is off. You know, script. Like he's he's gone. You know, for two or three months. That gives him his vacation time, his time away to freshen him up. And then you have one of those things like it's easy for Heyman to cut a promo. See, this is the Bron. This is the Bronson Steiner that you know you've been waiting for. You know he he he's dominant. There's no one who can beat him. And in, in you know no in the back, you build him up, and all of a sudden Goldberg's music come out. <clears throat> it comes out. Then you do the face off. You you go off screen, and that leads to you know some big you know match. That you know if they're going to Saudi or something like that. And I would just have. I wouldn't have any type of 50-50 style match. Bell rings. Goldberg goes for a spear. You know, uh, Steiner kicks out. He goes for another spear. Steiner kicks out. And then Steiner just goes in. You know, he goes in with Goldberg. And you see, bro, that's another situation where I, I still can't believe, bro. Like, literally, unless unless ticket sales are in the crapper, mm-hmm. I I... I I can't believe they're wasting John Cena in this tag team spot. I can because yeah. that's another guy. That's I'm all for guy. yeah. That's I agree. another I'm guy, bro. But to, to bring Cena in this tag team, that's what I'm talking about, bro. Like save that for something that's much much bigger bro. i agree man i agree but you keep going to this legends well you know what i mean for for just uh um december 30th smackdown before the end of the year just to pop a rating you know and it just it, to me like i told you before it just seems like they're doing this once a pop a rating before the end of the year because it looks good on the quarter four numbers and then also it, it's to build up kevin owens and to give owens that rub to make him a worthy opponent against Reigns. And it's like, why do you need to bring in John Cena, who hasn't had a match in a year and a half, over a year and a half, and you bring him in to give 
a current star the rub to make him a worthier opponent for the champion? Like, <laughs> how does that make sense in the booking world, man? You have to go to the well of legends to make a current talent look good enough to be a worthy title contender. I just that goes to show how much they're not building stars. And they're gonna go, bro. Too you still they 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 still got edge in their back pocket. Oh, absolutely, they do. They yeah, still, they still they going back to that well. I guarantee you, bro. Absolutely, they do. And he'll probably come out and he'll it'll probably edge versus Finn most likely at the Royal Rumble. And it's like again, like you're not even pushing Finn to like be worthy of like being a good you know worthy opponent. He's winning and losing too nowadays, man. It's like. What happened to them? Is there like some type of like appeasement that they're trying to like? Oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm gonna be sure that I'm be sure I'm gonna get your win. You know what I mean? I'll be sure I'm gonna get your win here in a couple weeks. It's it's coming. It's coming. Okay, this week's your week. Your week for win, AJ. I promise you, man. I I got you. Give me a couple weeks. I'm gonna have you go over. Can you imagine if these guys? You know, bro. Obviously, now with the uh, you know the off season in baseball with all the free agents. You know, like Scott Boris, bro, is the greatest agent on the planet, right? Bro, can you imagine if these guys actually had agents like Vince Russo? And, and, you know, they got to come to me like they got to come to me with the plans for Finn and yeah. the the agents got to approve. Can you imagine, bro, if there was somebody that said, you want to do what with my guy? Right, right. What? Can you, <laughs> bro, they, I cracked up today because one of the last things they said on Raw tonight was Bobby Lashley has been reinstated. Bro, no reason no, so I'm like, why, why did we go through that whole thing for him to be reinstated the next yeah. week? The next day it was. Like, like yeah. really, bro? Like, um, yeah. Yeah, and again, how does this make the, the talent look strong, man? How I does don't it make know, it look bro. Strong? I don't uh, know. We'll take a few more Super Chats uh, if they are here. Um I'm like, you know what, man? Look, I, I, I we usually do the cool overlays, man, but I'm going to do – uh, this this angle because it shows the Ohio State jerseys that we are in sequence with. We are two people ready to go to battle, and uh, man, I, I'm looking forward to it. This uh, this Saturday is the big day, man. So and bro, I got a promo cut on me too because I got a loyal brand member from day one who's a Gator fan, bro. Really? And yeah, he's he's got <laughs> he's got to go. Florida sucks, man. Florida hasn't been, <laughs> hasn't been relevant for a long time, man. Yeah, so it, it, it doesn't even matter. I wish I was on there with you, man. I would definitely uh, <laughs> cut a promo on how terrible Florida has been for quite some time nowadays. Yeah. So cool, y'all. Well, uh, if there's no more super chats, man, I think uh, we're gonna we're gonna close up the the recap show for uh, for for this this week. 2022 moments on this show, man. Like, forget Raw, you know. Oh, yeah, that's good. That would have been a highlight reel. Yeah, that's that would have been a highlight reel. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I'd watch that, man. Yes. Yes, indeed, man. Yes, indeed. Can you think of like anything that all this year on the show that that stood out with you? You Oh, God, bro. It's it's every week, man. We've had 52 of these shows, man. It's it's every week, man. It's every week. What what are your, what are some of your favorite, uh, segments that we've done over the past, uh, Oh my God, bro. I know your favorite segment for for 2021 
was the uh, Bouncy's uh, tribute uh, video that we had. Oh, that was, that was man. But, you know, the respect, the, the weekly respect we pay toots. And yes, you know, man. the Black Scorpion always yes, popping man. in when we don't expect them. You know, the... the Hose downs, bro. Yes, Come man. on, man. You know, people are saying, uh, Candace LaRue, you call her Candace, <laughs> call her Candace LaRue, Candace LaRue, man. <laughs> yeah, the bouncies that was uh, that was 2020. We put 2021, we put over uh, Veer and the bouncies like crazy, man. Yes, just, what happened? Yeah. Is Veer still with the company, man? He put uh, I saw him, he uh, he went back to NXT, uh, I think he was competing like nxt live events uh so yeah he's not even with i guarantee you bro that that um um bray match tonight with jinder at the garden i Mm -hmm. guarantee you bray said he wanted to work with jinder i can see that guarantee you that's why that was the match i can see that i still want jinder to to have a baby face run so do i bro Uh, i I don't what is the uh, bro give him the benefit of the doubt unless it's injuries mm -hmm. god bro that guy he's he has it he does he does you know he 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 has been injury prone you know over the past couple years he has been yeah yeah and that's always uh you know a black mark when it comes to uh, the trust that they have, yeah, you know, in, in someone. So, and I can I can see that being the case for for gender. I, I just he really has it, man. You know, he looks like a million bucks. He yeah. has the he has the character. I really think that they need to just try something different with him, man. Because this this foreign heel gimmick, you know, what I mean, like every now and then it works. It worked with Rusev for a for a hot second, but it kind of pigeonholed him to be this like very you know menacing monster heel you know what i mean and it's like every now and then that works but nowadays it's like you got to have a little bit more character you know what i mean and i think with someone like a gender mahal uh i think that in the show his character more you know what i mean than just this foreign heel gimmick you know what i mean uh, it's really pigeonhole. Yeah, they, they they just get into those stereotypical yeah. gimmicks, and they they they've been doing that for the last oh yeah 50 Absolutely. years bro yeah. come on you know uh we got some <laughs> we got some good ones uh you talking about johnny wrestling uh a few uh, okay i like this okay a few people uh said that they were big fans of none other than this Time out, time out, Joey, time out, Joey. <laughs> yes, Joey, yes. Nice. Well, we got to give some shout outs. There's a couple other people uh, who said, uh, Rizu said, Rizu's in the building. The highlight for 2022 was finding out that EC3 loves digging. Yes, uh, that nice was one. interesting. Yes. yes, it was. Yes, it was. The, peepee phone, the peepee phone was Oh, oh man, yeah. <laughs> That, that was, was a big. That was a bombshell. Oh show, man! Bro. Did you see? Did you see um, the the Velveteen Dream video, the police video when he got arrested back in uh, August? It recently came out on. Not TV. the one when he was cutting the. No, I did not see that man, one. No, you didn't see that man. Oh Ooh, really? Man, it's sad, bro. Oh, it's, it's 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 sad, man. Yeah, yeah it's man. it's it's really sad. People were asking where is Omos. Omos actually was in. Um, he was in Columbus. He he wrestled against uh your boy 
Mustafa Ali, man. Oh, let, <laughs> let, let, let me guess who went over there. Easy. Omos went so, over. So what was the main event then you tonight? Triple threat uh, cage match for the United States Championship. Uh, Gargano, uh, he beats Baron Corbin uh, to qualify in it. And the other two were already in it, which was Damian Priest and Theory. So Theory retained. Yeah, he retained. Yeah, it was a cage match, and uh, so yeah, it's, it's it was out of front row. So like it was it was pretty cool. It, it, <laughs> MVP's cool cool piece, man. He was he was healing it up. It was pretty cool, and uh, he was talking. To, people were talking about Shades, a friend of mine. You know, he he was talking about Shades. He's like I appreciate it, and then he healed up and started talking about his hairstyle. So it was it was it was pretty cool. Bailey was healing it up pretty good, like. What I like about house shows, man, because I'm I'm good friends with Bobby Fulton, and uh, he has Matt, he has uh, his own uh, league here, his own uh, wrestling promotion in in Ohio. So he has shows throughout Ohio that I go and support and do some media and get some interviews and stuff. And it's just that old school, like the heels are healing it up really good, and just yeah. like talking talking to the kids and demeaning the kids and stuff like that corbin did a really good job doing that bailey did a really good job doing that it's funny because she grabbed the mic she's bailey i think she i think it's time for her to do a baby face turn because her heel is is getting stale for me oh she but, should have been a karen they so missed the boat <laughs> on like that would be hilarious you, how do you not look at her that she is a typical karen she would have got so much how do you miss that, that bro funny. that's what that's they should have done Especially if she's free with Bianca Belair being a care of okay, Just really follow funny. her into department stores and getting coffee <laughs> yes. at Starbucks and a, a cop giving her a parking yes, ticket. Yes. I mean, my God, come on, man. <laughs> that would be absolutely And her hilarious. just telling everybody I'm Bailey. Don't you know who I yeah, am? Yeah, don't you know I mean, who I am? Like, tremendous, man. <laughs> it just, it just like uh, randomly getting upset with Bianca Belair. Like, you know. Yeah, I had this car before you did. I had the car before you did. Look, look, caller. Ouch, ouch. You know, bro. <laughs> I God, Chris, you could spend twenty four hours. You could spend a, a, a straight day yeah. on YouTube with Karen videos. <laughs> all they need to do is, bro. Man, that's all they need to do is stage the ones that are on YouTube. There is a year of content. Vince, guilty pleasure. One of the things that I do to check out for the evening and retire for the evening is I go on YouTube and watch Karen videos. Karen videos. I do the same <laughs> so thing, bro. Bro, their, their work is already done for them. Yes, yes. Just, just show her those videos and do reenactments. Oh, man, that would be, that would be absolutely fantastic. Oh, man, bro. She, so she funny, looks man. like a Karen, too. And she did. And, and she karen you know, definitely tonight when she was peeling it up to the kids. And, you know, she was someone had a uh, some little kid had a he was probably eight or nine. Uh, or 10 he had a cheeto sweater on and like a few of the heels were like uh, uh jabbing at his cheeto sweater and bailey like him and bailey was going at it he was like just a few seats uh to the left of me on the front row and him and bailey were jawing at each other bailey she healed it up so much what i thought was hilarious she she rode out the ring she grabbed the mic she goes over to cheeto's boy 
And then she starts talking about and pulling a gimmick and pulling a promo of Cheeto's boy, which I thought was absolutely hilarious. And then I, I started a Cheeto's chant. And then she was like, uh, she's like, I hate Cheetos. Like she looked at me and I, cause I started the chant. She's like, I hate Cheetos. And she, and she said to me, I kept the Cheetos chant. It was, it was, see, stuff like that is fun, man. I, I, oh, I because that's like what that. they need to do on, on TV, but they're scared to death, bro. Yeah, they are. Yeah, exactly. They're scared yeah. to death. God yeah, forbid think, we say something that's not scripted. Yeah, it has to be by the book. You know yep. what I mean? So yeah. Yep. Couple more super chats. Uh, let's see, good stuff, y'all. Uh, people saying Joey, a lot of people saying people like the Joey. Time out, Joey. Uh, sitcom tech with the two dollar super check. Uh, it should be Cena vs. Rock 3, it'd be pitch perfect. Uh, uh, for Mania, I'm not quite sure about that. What do you think, Cena Rock 3 versus Mania? Well, I mean, it, it, it depends how he does in his tag team match, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. The, ju- the jury's still out on that. Yeah, the jury's still out. We got to watch. <laughs> He's got to get this big win under his belt in his he tag does. match. Then we'll he talk does. about it, bro. It's a big match, man. So, uh, Joseph, once again, man, thank you, man. Ali should have. Should have more and more bandages weekly. Right? That would be tremendous. <laughs> that would, that, that would be great. That would be yes. classic, man. That I would, would be really great. like great. Yes, and <laughs> just accrue the bandages every week till he's just kind of mummified. Yes, that would be tremendous. Yeah. So we got we got mummified Ali and yes. Karen Bailey, man. I, yes. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Jay said, "Bring back the boogeyman." One nine nine super chat. <clears throat> Yeah, good stuff, man. This has uh, been fun for the recap for 2022, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all, SK Nation, for a fun, fun year once again. Listen, regardless if you like Raw or not, man, it, it gets really, really tough. But, man, look, this this show here, the Legion of Raw, every single week, we have the funnest time. It's, it's all a gimmick, man. Listen, we don't uh, – <laughs> people – Unlike a lot of people who live and 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 sweat and die pro wrestling, you know, and 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 get so offended when people disagree with their take on uh, pro wrestlers, Vince and I look, we we have fun, man. You know, we don't we don't eat and drink and bro, you know, it's it's a TV show, Correct. bro. And yeah. me and Chris come here every week and we talk about a T. The show precisely, bro. precisely. Yes, and if it's a bad TV show, we're gonna yes. talk about how bad it is. I mean, yes. like you know, like my Titans, who's lost five straight, you know. I mean, oh, so that's, that's I, your boy, that's your fair haired boy from Tennessee, bro, with the curse. He's the only one that can get it lifted, bro. Old double J, man, old you know. Double J. I yeah. mean, when Tony Khan, bro, Tony Khan's gonna kick you out of the playoffs, bro. Like, I, I don't, isn't, isn't that crazy? Oh my God, bro! Seriously, the freaking Jacksonville Jaguars are a gonna seven and eight. You? Oh, bro, come on, man! Seven and eight Jacksonville Jaguars, Tony Khan's team, ladies and gentlemen. Do they play them again, or they're done with them? Last game of the season. Oh, where, where's it at? Uh, it's at Jacksonville, I think, because I think oh, they beat them at Tennessee. Man, bro, let me, oh. let me check. Yeah, because I think that they have Dallas next. Uh, the Titans, and then they have the Jags at the end of the year. Ooh. So, yeah, yeah, that's probably that's basically going to be a playing game because right now the Jags are um, 
they're number one now because they they beat yeah. they're both seven and eight and then yeah. uh, Jags beat the Titans so they have the head to head so the Jacksonville Jaguars are now leading the AFC South so, <laughs> so. say 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 yeah it's at Jacksonville say yep. Titans beat Jacksonville and they have the same exact record does does it then go to point differential it's <clears throat> They well, they probably won't have the same record, but if it is the same record, it would be a head to head. Um, but if it's one one, then that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like I said, it'll be it'll it'll be a wash. And so I, I but because right now I think it it would be, yeah, like it would it it may go to points. It, that that would be a weird they're weird thing from what I've seen in the from what I've read. Basically, they said that whoever wins, um, <clears throat> that would be in the playoffs. Um, uh, because I think if if they lose to Dallas, if 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 uh, um, Tennessee loses to Dallas, they'll be seven and nine, and then Jacksonville will be eight and eight if they win. Well, who uh, do they who do who does Jacksonville have next? Uh, Jacksonville has, I think, they have a team that they they are probably most likely going to beat because uh, we were supposed to be beating the Texans. They only won one game. I think whole... it's supposed to be the, t- is it the Texans, bro? Are they playing the Texans? It now? might, it, it might be, it might be Houston, but Houston beat them before though. <clears throat> so uh, they have, yeah, they have Houston on, on New Year's day. Wow. <laughs> so that, <laughs> oh man, that's uh yeah, they, they beat, it's funny. The only two wins that the Texans have had this whole year was against Jacksonville and Tennessee. <laughs> Bro, I'll ne- I, I swear to God, we were about two games into the NFL season. Yeah. And yeah. You, bro, you know Bischoff and Khan are at war, and they have the odds. Yeah. Bischoff went off on the Jaguars that they were the NFL's, and and I said then, bro, bro, I'm t- bro, don't say it, don't yeah, yeah, yeah. say it, and then and then look what happened, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, from what I understand, it would be conference record. Conference um, record, yeah, that's yeah. So, uh, they're. Yeah, uh, their their conference record it, it just it just shows the actual the actual record and it shows their home and away. Yeah, uh, I don't see their conference record. So, from what I understood, whoever wins the between uh, Tennessee and Jacksonville will go in because of conference records. Because uh, te- unfortunately, Texas was in conference uh, because they're in the, they're they're in the AFC South too. But uh, so. And uh, if Houston, hopefully Houston beats Jacksonville, which they probably won't, but Jacksonville has uh, them and then us, man. So it's not Mm. looking good for for Tennessee. Yeah. All right. Let's see what else we have uh, before we before we head out. Um, Yeah. So uh, before we leave, uh, we got we got our boy. We got our boy. Yes, man. Sending us off for 2022. Our guy, our guy Toots. Yes. yes. Uh, Toots, you've been such a uh, inspiration part of uh, uh, 2022 here on the Legion of Raw. Man, inspiration you, to me. Absolutely, man. Just an yeah. just an inspirational generational talent, ladies yes. and gentlemen. This guy here, Toots Mott, and uh, 
Oh boy. You can't leave me out. <laughs> Who in the world do you think you are? <laughs> leaving me out of this 2022. Get that ticker out of here, man. Get it out of here. It's just me. I don't want a ticker. I don't want anything else. I want just me, the Black Scorpion. Unbelievable. 2002 has been my year. Yes. Legion of Raw. And ladies and gentlemen, never forgets the rope work. (laughs) (laughs) Very nice. Very nice, Scorpion. Making a last appearance of the year. Very nice. Yes. Very nice. Uh, Vince Russo, uh, let them know about Channel Attitude. Yeah, guys, check it out. Channelattitude.com for all your podcasting, guys. Just check it out, man. A lot of good shows on there. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. This guy right here is Vince Russo. Follow him at the Vince Russo on Twitter. Follow me at Chris Prolific on Twitter. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, we got another $5 super chat. Run in, turn Cena heel and take out KO. Go for Flair's championship record beating Reigns. Happy New Year. All right. Hey, I'll take That's the best thing I've heard all night. Very nice, Kate Vince. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing a heel. You just got to do, you just got to. We need more time. Just give people time. You know yeah. what I mean? That's, that's, that's my thing. So, yeah. Uh, my my, my uh, for on behalf of uh, the Toots Mont, the yeah. Black Scorpion, Vince Russo. This is the final Legion of Raw 2022. It has been a fun year yes. with all the SK Nation, and uh, Lord willing, we will be back next Monday, and it's going to be fun starting off for the new year. It's going to be great as always. We can only get bigger and better yes. here on the Legion of Raw. Man, we've had a great year. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen. On behalf of Vince Russo, Dr. Chris, Black Scorpion, Tusman, and the rope work, have a good night, ladies and gentlemen. So long.